Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series, where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations, to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers, brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. This is Eric Wareham, Vice President of Government Affairs for WIDA. In this podcast, we have a lot to cover. We have most recently been focused on providing you information directly related to COVID-19 as it happens, but we thought it was time to resume our monthly legislative landscape and report on some overarching developments. We begin with executive orders. For proponents of federalism, the last 10 weeks have been noteworthy. The rise of the role of state governments during the coronavirus crisis has been substantial as state governments, not the federal government, still holds most policing power over the health, safety, and welfare of their citizens. The increase in state government activity is quantifiable. Nearly 2,000 emergency orders, proclamations, and directives have been issued related to COVID-19. In the current phase of this crisis, governors are grappling with how best to reopen their economies while balancing the health and safety of employees and the general public. There is wide variation on this front as some states have nearly completely reopened without many strings attached, while others are requiring strict adherence to face masks and social distancing requirements. WIDA is staying on top of these orders and advocating for dealers throughout the process. Early on, we had great success in designating dealerships as essential businesses to keep dealers open. We've also had meaningful input in the legislative process that resulted in Washington State, for instance, allowing construction projects to resume ahead of schedule. And we're currently working with Oregon and Washington regulators on creating workable rules for equipment dealerships and their staff. If you're experiencing any issues with these regulations, contact the association for help in navigating these complex issues. As we continue to weave our way through this crisis, there will be many more orders and regulations to come. WIDA will be here to monitor them and keep you apprised of the latest changes. Next, we talk about state budgets. Warren Buffett recently said something along the lines of, the federal government will never default on its debt because it issues debt in its own currency, and the federal government can always print more money. Now, that may be true for the federal government. However, state governments play by different rules. Nearly every state has a balanced budget requirement, which prohibits taking on significant debt. This is problematic given that recent data shows there is a 20% decline on average nationally in state sales tax, user fees, and other revenue. Because of COVID-19, 22 states adjourned early without approving a 2021 budget. With state fiscal years starting on July 1st, combined with declining revenue, Many states are now in special sessions trying to figure out what to do. In a crunch like this, legislators typically turn over every stone looking for ways to increase revenue. One major concern for dealers is the rise of discussion about repealing exemptions, such as the farm equipment sales tax exemption. We are closely watching these special sessions to make sure that legislators do not make bad decisions because of expediency and understand the consequences if they do. In recent years, we have seen these sales tax exemptions under threat and have killed multiple bills that attempted to repeal them. 
During this time of crisis, when it may seem enticing to grab that money, we are reminding legislators of why they already shot down these bad policies. We'll keep you informed of the status of these special sessions and if any action is needed to protect our industry. Next up, we have federal action. Throughout the crisis, WIDA has kept you informed about the several pieces of legislation Congress has passed in response to COVID-19, including our webinar on the CARES Act. We're now seeing a possible Phase 4 of relief legislation coming down the pipe. The House has already passed a $3.5 trillion package that Senate leadership has described as a liberal wish list, indicating that the chances of that legislation moving forward as it is was remote. However, Senate Republicans have recently stated their support for our next round of direct payments in a Phase 4 relief package. Election politics are certainly playing into these discussions as the presidential election looms a little more than three months from now. It seems that neither side of the aisle wants to be blamed for leaving people high and dry, so it's likely that some form of additional relief legislation will be passed in the near future, with the Senate expected to start discussions after the July 4th recess. On another front, despite seeming unlikely given all the congressional spending during the crisis, an infrastructure bill is making its way through Congress with bipartisan support. Democrats and Republicans see it as a means to stimulate the economy while making overdue repairs and improvements to our nation's infrastructure. The House is expected to vote on a package before July 4th, and the Senate is working on a companion bill that is in the committee process. Typically in an election year, Congress is expected to do very little besides campaign for re-election. The current crisis seems to be breaking tradition, with legislation moving at a breakneck pace. WIDA is staying on top of it all and will be reporting to you on the major developments as they happen. And now we have a right to repair roundup. With everything else happening, it's hard to remember that three short months ago we were battling right to repair legislation on multiple fronts across the country. The coronavirus brought all that to a stop as legislatures adjourned and tabled many policy discussions mid-sentence. There are just a few updates to share, though. Proponents of right to repair have been trying to capitalize on COVID-19 by focusing on ventilator repairs and have attempted but failed to try and tie the repair discussions back to farm equipment. Legislators are seeing through this, though. Representative Love of Missouri recently wrote an op-ed about his support for equipment dealerships and the pitfalls of right-to-repair legislation, which came about because of dealer meetings with the representative during legislative session this year. Another quick note is related to elections and right-to-repair. In Idaho, Representative Raybould, who sponsored the right-to-repair bill in that state, lost her primary election and will not be returning to the Capitol. Without her pushing the legislation forward, it seems unlikely there will be any Republican support for right-to-repair legislation in 2021. And finally, in Oklahoma, Representative Phillips, who sponsored Right to Repair legislation this year, has three primary opponents and is expected to be defeated in the June 30th election. We'll keep you updated on the results of that race. This has been We to Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We to Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.